I knew that if I chose to leave, I would leave everything over there and that I would come back with nothing and then I had to find a way to build something for myself. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of B3 Boss Babies and Bobs. While I talk about all things motherhood, entrepreneurial, and how to have fun with everything in between. I'm your host, Jessica with a Y, and I cannot wait to dive into today's topic. So make sure to grab your favorite cocktail, sit back, relax, and unwind. Let's have some fun. Hey, EBJ babes. Welcome to today's episode. I coming at you because I'm I'm excited for this episode, but like it's not it's not the same kind of episode that I've always done. So this is actually first a disclaimer. I'm very upset, so there might be some bad words that come out. So if you are listening to this with your kids, I am going to apologize in advance or pause me and listen to me later because someone called me lucky. And actually two different people within this same span of my life in the last few weeks. And I just, I hate it. I don't know if you've ever been called lucky before, but for me, I feel like some people look at my life sometimes and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky you've gotten to travel here. Or, oh my God, you're so lucky. Your business is like, oh my God, this and this. And I'm just like, do people not realize the amount of work it takes for success? Like for me to have gotten to this point, And so for someone to call me lucky, to use the word lucky, pisses me off. Like, seriously pisses me the fuck off, you know? And I'm just like, how dare you call me lucky? And that shit makes me livid. Uh, I've been working so damn hard my whole life to get to this point. Like, to literally to get to this point. I remember telling myself that when I hit 30, I wanted just so many different things. I wanted to be married. I wanted to have my family or if not on the right track for it. I wanted to have, you know, my home. I wanted to have traveled to a ton of places. I wanted to have been earning six-figure income. Like I wanted all these different things and I made that a goal for myself and I hit some a little bit before and some a little bit after, but I'm in that range, you know? I'm 32 years old and I have literally everything that I said I was going to, to do. Like I said, everything that I was going to hit. And I just, I, I get so mad when this person specifically called me lucky because, and I won't tell you who that person is because it's seriously, it's not even worth it, but I've worked so damn hard in my life. You know, my parents were divorced when I was 12. I started working when I was 14. I had to give money to the household to kind of help with everything. I remember going to the grocery store and having to pull out a calculator with my mom and making sure that we were staying within our grocery store budget. I remember telling myself, like, those are the things that make you stronger as a kid, you know? And those were the things that have made me come to a point where I was like, I don't want to be in this position, you know? I remember my father asking me for money in many accounts, you know, helping put my brother through school financially. Like, and I did all this in my 20s. Like, I did that from when I was 14 to my 20s. And then somebody looked at me one day, actually, my martial arts instructor. And he was like, if you keep helping your family the way you are, you will never move forward. You know, and he told me this in Spanish, Mr. Ayala, he talks Spanish, um, it's so funny, but he was like, you, you need to stop, you know, you're, you're, you're one day, like your priority is going to be you and your family and not your parents and your brother. And then what are you going to do? 
you know? You, you can't keep giving to them because you're only taking away from yourself. And I had two jobs, you know, I, I worked, I, I worked two jobs. I, I did six classes. I graduated a double major, like, I, you know, on time in four years, you know, and I held both jobs and I, I made my, my money and I did everything that I had to do. I bought my own car. I bought my own stuff. I paid for all my stuff all the time. I graduated from college with zero debt. I did not take out not one damn student loan. Okay. And I graduated with marketing and economics major. Like I... I knew what I was doing. I knew I did not want to take out a student loan. I knew what I wanted to do. And I know that not everybody knows at certain times, but I, and, and I didn't, I don't want to say I knew exactly everything, but I knew that whatever I went to school for, I didn't want to be in debt for. I didn't want to have to work for 10 years to pay off my debt. And some people are still paying it off and they're much older than that. And I just didn't want to do that. And I did so many things to get my life to where it is now. I used to wake up at 5 a.m., go to school, and then I would go to bed whenever I was done with everything. By the time I was done with school, going to one or both of my jobs, depending on the day, and by the time I was done doing homework, going home, eating, showering, and getting ready for whatever it is the next day, I would wake up again and do the next thing the next day. I didn't have time for anything, okay? Yeah, I had my boyfriends, you know? I had I had to give time to them too, you know? It's like, I just don't even understand. I left my house when I was 20 years old. I said I was never going back, and I didn't. And I didn't. I worked my ass off, my ass off in Puerto Rico to build something that after years of building that, I realized I couldn't sell it. It was unquantifiable. I had started Puerto Rico with one office, finished it with 11 before I left, and I realized... I'm like, I have nothing to show for this as great as my, and, and granted, I learned a lot. My experience was there. I mean, that's literally what made me as strong and as business oriented as I am to be able to do anything that I want to do. So I don't, I don't regret it. But when I hit that point where I realized I could not sell this, I could not make money off of everything that I had done, all the blood, sweat and tears, because that's what it was. To live over there it was the hardest thing I had ever done in my life to move over there with nothing. The way that I lived over there, the way that, that everything was done over there, it was just, it was, it was hard. I knew that if I chose to leave, I would leave everything over there and that I would come back with nothing and then I had to find a way to build something for myself and I wasn't sure what that was and I was at a crossroads at 25 years old and I remember telling myself I have to figure this out and I had to write down and this is where I think a lot of people miss it. I wrote down what my priorities were. I didn't grow up thinking I am going to do weddings for the rest of my life. No, you know, I <laughs> I just, I never thought I would be in this business and this, then this is what my business would be. And this is not, you know, something that I think I might, I don't know where I think this business is going to take me. I really don't, but I do love what I do. And I was able to find a way to do it. And the way I did this was I wanted, I had certain priorities and I told myself I wanted, a, I wanted to create a business that would be flexible, that I could be my own boss. I could be flexible I could be home as much as possible so that one day when I had kids, this is how I was thinking at 25 years old, so one day when I have kids, I would have built this business to a certain point where I could do what I wanted to do and I could spend as much time with my kids 
and still have my business and still earn my six figures like I was before at the nice and still do everything that I wanted to do. I was starting from almost zero, guys, when I left Puerto Rico. Like, literally, I went from making a ton of money and I saved some, sure, but I put it in accounts that I couldn't touch. And I came here and I, I got to a point where I had to sell my old Cutco and random things that I had to stay afloat. Like I sold that stuff through Amazon. You're not even supposed to do that. And I found ways to make sure that I hit the amount to pay my rent every month, to pay my car every month, to pay my insurance and all of my bills. I knew what that amount was and I knew that I had to do whatever it took to make that money every single time, you know? And it was crazy to me because when I when I came here and I, I remember sitting in my apartment because when I moved I had to get an apartment I had to get a car when I moved back here and I was like and I and I had nothing I was like okay I'm coming back and I basically have no job so I need to figure out what I'm going to do but I had to get something because I was not going home <laughs> I was not I was not going back home I wasn't going to live with anyone I had already lived on my own for for too long and I, I had no idea what I was going to do. But again, I sat down and I told myself my priorities. I wanted it to be flexible. I wanted something that I could build myself. And I wanted something that one day, if I wanted to, I could sell that was quantifiable. Something that I could help with and something that I could do. And I remember I actually read a book about, um, not about wedding planning per se, but it was, a, it was a, a fiction book about, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but it was um, these friends that were wedding, like wedding, they did different aspects of the wedding. I think one was a wedding planner, one was a florist, one was a photographer, and I forget the other one. Oh, a cake girl. And I read the, the book or what, I read the books or whatever. And I was like, I was like, oh man, these books are so good. And I love reading. I read everything, like anything that you put in front of me, I read it. And I was given to it by my sister's mom. And I remember reading and I was like, man, I just love these books. They're so nice. And she was like, you know, you should do wedding planning. Like you would really like this. And I was like, I would, you really think so? And she's like, yeah, you totally, totally could do this. And I was like, well, yeah. And I had done, like I had mentioned to you guys, like a little bit of event planning. That's how I got into it. I had done birthday parties. I had done corporate events for my other company. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. I could probably do this. And I remember telling myself, I'm like, is this something that I think I can make the right amount of money in, the right amount of impact in, the right amount of scheduling, like my, I can, I can create this schedule that I want so that one day when I have a family, I can do what I want. And I've done that. I have done it to a point where I'm so damn proud of myself that I can't even tell you, like I work from home and I love it. I know a lot of people don't love it. I love it because I get to be with my kids now. I get to be here and yeah, I have to step away and do some calls. And yeah, you know, I still need some help. Obviously when I go do event days, I'm not with them. But the reality is I'm not in that hustle and bustle of every single day life where I have to wake up, get the kids ready to drop them off at a daycare for God knows how long and then pick them up once I'm done at work from the office and then come home to basically put them to sleep. And this is what happened. This is where I got called lucky because I had the flexibility to do that. And someone that I know that also has a kid didn't because she had to go into work every day. But how is it my fault? Why am I the one being called lucky and, and being jeopardized? Because that's really what it is. I'm getting, I'm not getting the help that I need on the days that I need it, the few days I need it. Because again, the reality is I don't really need it every single day, but I'm not getting the help that I need from specifically some, from someone because I'm lucky. 
and I get to work from home and be with my kids while someone else needs more help because she has to go to work every day and poor girl that has to go to work every day. And I was like, that was her choice to live that life. She knew she wanted to have a family and kids and all that stuff one day. And that's what she chose to do. So why the hell are you calling me lucky? And I think that's the crap that pisses me off. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to be as vague as possible while giving you guys as much as many details as possible. Because I'm just, I'm just pissed. I'm upset. You know, I, I just, I look back and I took a risk at 25, 26 years old, starting this business, not having an, not having any background in how to do wedding and event planning. When I got my first wedding, I was like, holy crap, somebody trusts me to do their wedding. I have to give it my all. And that's how I've always been in life. Even with events now, not now, when I first started doing events, when I first got my first Indian event or my first whatever, my first anything, anytime I ever got it, I was like, I have to give this 100%. And I still do that to this day. And I took a risk of starting something because I had a vision of where my life was going to be. And I wanted that flexibility and I wanted this life because this is, this is how I always envisioned it to be. And I would do everything. I did everything to get events by Jess up and moving. Everything I could. I would work, guys, with a catering company for $100 a day in West Palm Beach sometimes because even though I had to spend money on gas, I would still make more then I, then, you know, I would still make money. And so I would prefer to go out and make the hundred dollars in the day, than stay home and do nothing. I was talking to my girlfriends the other day cause we were out for girls night and I literally said that story and they looked at me and they were like, I didn't know you did that. I was like, yeah, I would go out just to make a hundred dollars for the day. Sometimes I would do events where I would only make a hundred dollars. And I would do it for the experience. I would do it to get my name out there. And I would do it so I wouldn't be doing nothing. And because I knew I had to make a certain amount that month. And even if I went out and made 100 bucks or 120 bucks or whatever it was, that it would be more than me sitting on my ass and doing nothing. And I think that that's a mentality that a lot of people don't have. And that's what gets me upset. So don't fucking call me lucky because I've worked my ass off to get to where I am. I'm lucky because I get to be home with my kids. No, I'm not lucky. Okay. I worked my ass off to have this flexibility in the last 10 plus years of my life to get to this point. You know, I'm lucky because I have a beautiful home. Hell no. Me and my husband worked damn hard to get this. We had a goal to buy this house and that we were going to do it in five years. We did it in two. We worked our ass off to get this house. People call me lucky because I've traveled the world. Hell no. I've made that happen. I made sure that I did as much as I wanted to do before I got to this point in my life. Those were my goals. I've saved. I'm self-employed. I need to save for my own retirement. I need to work 24-7 because when you own your own business, as flexible as it is, I am a slave to my damn phone. I have to be on it and I have to be answering people's emails and questions and everything all the time. So when you put your kids to bed, and again, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about the person I'm upset with. But I'm like, when they put their kids to bed and they get to do nothing and watch TV, I'm sitting there on my computer answering emails and doing work while my husband's right next to me doing the exact same thing because we've had to take care of our, not had to, because we're taking care of our kids our day all day and spending time with them. But then we have to work and we have to get shit done. 
you know? I took every job I could take, good, bad, ugly, it didn't matter to me how much I made. I took events where people treated me like shit, where they treated me like, like if I was just a person they were paying, right? Just to get something done. I've done everything. I've done it all in this industry. From cleaning, from busing, from catering and serving. I have done it all in the industry and I appreciate it that much more. And I don't treat anybody like shit no matter what because you have no idea about anybody's story. But you sure as hell are not going to call me lucky. Because the last thing in my life I am is lucky. Because I've worked my ass off and I will continue to work my ass off no matter what. And so if you don't want to help me or you think that I'm so lucky because I have so much shit and I have all this and oh my god you guys do so well in life. Well screw you. We work hard and when I say we I mean me and my husband. Like we work hard and this is our life and we don't need anyone's help. We were just asking you because and it was just because I was, I literally had an event and I needed somebody to help me take care of the twins, you know, during the day with my husband, because it's a lot for one person, two people, one person, two kids <laughs> tells you where my brain is, but I'm just, I'm pissed guys, because I don't think I deserve to be called lucky. I think I should be more respected than that. And I feel like I had to come on here in a podcast and just talk to you ladies because I'm sure you guys have heard this before I'm sure you all have worked your ass off before for something and someone has said something like that to you and you've kind of just sat there and been like really you know and I'm sure some of you are in the other situation where you're like man I wish I had this well I'm telling you if you wish you had that flexibility if you wish you had your thing you start your own thing you put your work towards it and I swear to you okay you can do it you can build something for yourself as well Okay, where you can have whatever it is that you want. You just have to put your mind to it. You just have to want to work for it. That's literally all it is. That's literally all it is. So thank you guys for listening to my rant. And I hope, you know, my my disclaimer hit you guys well. Because I, I typically don't like to curse. But I was so, just so damn upset that I wanted to to get this all out there. So thank you, ladies. I'll see you guys on the next one. I uh, love you all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I cannot wait to chat with you guys soon. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to our next episode and follow my craziness on Instagram at ebjevents and at canal.twins. I promise you, something's always happening.